No, the only thing I am afraid of is to be imprisoned in a bed before dying. I like a certain one. So that's why he doesn't listen to the doctor. I have wisdom. Welcome to Life is for the Living. I'm your host, Rebecca Richmond. In our last episode, we learned about what makes our guests happy and what makes them sad. In this rather short episode, we turn to a true human universal, death. I asked our guests if they were afraid of death and what they think happens to us after we die. And surprisingly, despite their different religious beliefs and cultures, all of our guests had very similar answers. Are you afraid of death? No, I'm not. I'm not, but the only worry is like, right now it's like if, uh, if I have another stroke or something, my worry is I'm going to be um, depending on my family, my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, that's why I, I, I burden. I don't want to give burden to my kids and the family. That caused me to worry about my death. So I'm hoping it's a... My ideal death is like, you know, no, I mean, I still could walk, you know, go to the toilet by myself, with family at home. That's my ideal death, you know, just no burden to uh, to the families. That means to me, okay, um, I just, I think it's a, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a natural thing that, you know, you give up most space for new generations. You can everybody live to a hundred hundreds and there won't be no space for any person. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's the opportunity space to open up for new generations. What do you think or hope happens after death? I think we just go to sleep. Yeah, because I'm not religious, so I don't yeah, but what I hope to happen is like if it does is like you get to see your families again. Yeah. No, the only thing I am afraid of is to be imprisoned in a bed before dying. I like a certain one. So that's why he doesn't listen to the doctor <laughs> and he thought if he eat everything he will go right away to he's gonna die. He he doesn't I have wisdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you? No, I I never thought of that. Like it's whatever. It's whatever. Whatever. Well, if if it's uh, what is written in the in in the teaching of the church is true, then we're going to go to heaven. Uh, Who said you're gonna go? To- yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you don't want me to go to heaven. That's a, that's a, that's a different thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, we, we don't know it really. Are you afraid of death? No. I tell my daughters, I pay my, my dues. If God wants to take me anytime, I'll be in the glory. Well, that, that leads me very nicely to the next question is what, what do you believe happens after death? I really can answer that question because I always 
have that fear to find out because in my inner, it's like, I want to go see my dad. Right. I think everybody think that we are all going to see each other. Correct. But nobody knows. Actually, nobody knows. My biggest fear is that I will not be able to see my, my loved ones, but you know, that's part of life. Right. I think that we, we're not going to escape from that. Yeah. Uh, what do you believe happens after death? Well, we're taught that we're going to go to either hell or heaven. <laughs> Hopefully I'm going, I'm going up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I'd like to think that I will be reunite, reunited with my loved ones in, you know, somewhere. That I would that I will be reunited with my loved ones, um, and then you know when the time comes, my loved ones from here will, will come to me. <laughs> I don't know. And I ask the big questions. You can always be like, I, I don't want to answer, answer that question. So, um, are you afraid of death? Yes, a little. I think about it a lot. As I said, ever since my mom passed, um, I should say, I, um, you know, yes and no. I, 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 it's inevitable, and and we we all are going to. Um, if I said no, I'm not afraid. I wouldn't be, um, you know, wholly truthful. Um. It depends. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I said probably sorry is the manner. Probably sometimes it's it's how you you die too. You know, I, I watched my mom suffer, and and uh, it's it's hard. It's hard. Are you afraid of death? Honestly, I'm not afraid of death. I little background. Um. A long time ago, about 20 years ago, a little shortly after my divorce, I think it happened where I, you know, when I turned 40, this is happened. It happened when I turned 40 and I decided that I was going to relive my 20s. I was deprived and lived such a sheltered life and, you know, that I was just going to go wild and relive my 20s. And my approach to it was that live like like you died and came back today. Like I died yesterday and whatever I'm going to do today, nobody's going to judge me for it because I already died. So basically, I made the decision to live my life like as if I'm already dead, like as if I'm already gone. With the responsibilities, of course the nuisance of putting gas in your car and, you know, earning a living and paying bills and, you know, but I'm not. And I view life as a gathering, you know, you know, you throw a party, everybody comes over, right? You indulge in good food and drink and good company. And you're like, I'm tired. Adios. It's time for me to go home. And that's how I view death. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I, I did my part. I did the best that I could do. Could I have done more? Yes. Could I have socialed more at this party? Could I have impacted, made a difference? But 
I also came to enjoy myself. So I'm absolutely not afraid of death at all, at all. And I, I'm, I mean, of course, like I only get emotional because of course it's going to hurt my children and my family. And because I know I've lost people, but I'm honestly ready to go tomorrow. And I wouldn't if, if I was told that today's your last day, you're, I'm not scared. <laughs> Just make sure I go peacefully though. I don't, I don't want to be in pain. <laughs> what do you think happens to us when we die? I think we just disseminate. Like we just like, okay, we're not really here, right? Right? Like our cells, you know, the way, we, you know, the way the universe is. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to sound like an idiot right now, but this is how I picture, you know, the whole idea of mass and what makes something solid, right? It's just vibrating energy, right? That makes it look like, okay, here I am, I'm a person and, you know, so I think we, we kind of separate, you know, like the body is just a vessel. It's nothing, you know, um, but the energy of who you are as a person is still there. And that's what disseminates. And it just, I think it just, just, uh, evaporates kind of into the universe. And there's like bits and pieces of everyone's energy just everywhere. And, and that's what it is. Sometimes it, this energy collides together and maybe you could see your loved ones and what they're up to maybe, or maybe influence them or guide them. But yeah, that, that's, that's how I, I see it. I, I just think, I think we just kind of evaporate and just kind of get absorbed into the universe. How would you like to go? I just want to be in my bed and just, just go to sleep, you know? Just be able to to just fall asleep and hopefully in a clean bed. I would hate to not. I have a thing about sheets and crisp linen. Um, I change my sheets every third day. <laughs> I'm practically obsessed. Um, and I hope when I do die, it's the day I change my sheets. For Gata, of all of our guests... Death was more front and center in her life than you would expect for someone her age. Not only had her son Adam committed suicide a few years before this interview, immediately before we started talking, she had been diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer and had just started chemotherapy. The only wish I have is like, I really want to get to Iceland. I want to see the Northern Lights. I don't know if this is true or not. I've heard that the northern lights are all where all the souls go and so that's why i want to go i want to take the kids and i want to be all four of us five of us like i want to go see adam i know it's stupid but it's it's the reason i want to go i want to while i'm still breathing i want the five of us to be together one last time. And so that's really the only 
before my, you know, and I was like, I'm going to make it happen. You know, why do I, you know, I finally got a passport. I've never had one. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And, and so, yeah, I'm going to go. At the time that I am recording and editing this, Gada had made it through chemo and radiation and has responded really well to the treatment. And that's it for this quick episode of Life is for the Living. Next time, we have a smorgasbord of stories from our guests. If you have any suggestions about future guests, topics, or just want to chat in general, you can reach us at, at Life is for the L on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at lifeisforthelivingpodcast at gmail.com. The Life is for the Living podcast is written by me, Rebecca Richman, and produced by Marco Berlo. Thanks for listening. Thank you.